Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, alrighty then. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, uh, the 27th day of July, 2023. Your date, 727-2023. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 107.1 FM in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, covering the world, as you know, we do on the many different uh, streaming platforms that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, and then your iPhone and your Androids with the KSHP app. Put it on. Listen to our show on your devices. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. So, simply put, welcome to the show today, however, wherever, whenever. Uh, in racing, I guess today's news is uh, really all about the weather and the heat. Now, you know, we've been telling you about the excessive heat we've been having here in the Southwest. I mean, for example, today, today it's going to be 115 in Phoenix, for God's sakes. Here in Las Vegas, at about 13 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, we're sitting at 90 degrees, 90. And we're going to get up to 113 today. And that's the way it's going to be all weekend. Friday, 113, Saturday, 113, Sunday. Ooh, we're getting down to 111. Anyhow, what I'm trying to say is the heat, the extreme heat in the Southwest that we've been dealing with uh, for the last week and a half, two weeks, is now slowly but steadily moving towards the East Coast. Now, the the Midwest is getting it. I mean, you got places like Oklahoma City getting 100 degrees, uh, St. Louis 102. Come on. New York's 95, and so as a result of that, we are going to be uh, constantly watching the racetracks in the areas where there are heat warnings, excessive heat warnings, to see if they'll allow racing, of course, the competition between the health of the horses and the jockeys. Now, so far, today... Uh, we have a cancellation, and it's uh, it's north of uh, Saratoga. So I was wondering about Saratoga. I asked Jonathan Hardoon moments ago. He said There's, it's still a go at Saratoga, but here it is. Due to the extreme heat warning in the Toronto area, 
and in consultation with veterinarians and the Horseman's Benevolent Protective Association, yeah, easy for me to say, Woodbine has made the decision to cancel today's races. So the live thoroughbred racing will be canceled today at Woodbine as a precaution for the equine welfare and safety of all racing participants, they say. Now, they continue to monitor the weather and the forecast to determine whether they will proceed with live racing tomorrow. But for today, um, canceled because of the heat, excessive heat in the Toronto area for Woodbine, okay? Now, uh, I don't know how this heat works, but if it's a, it's a, if it's a big area, a consistent area that has gotten as far as high as Toronto, we're wondering about Saratoga. But as we say right now, Jonathan Ardoon says uh, it's a beautiful day in his neighborhood. He ought to know he's sticking his head out the window. So uh, that's going to be the deal there. Now, for tomorrow, Colonial Downs has already decided to cancel their racing tomorrow, Friday. Uh, we have uh, did not get any word about them canceling today. But tomorrow, they have already made a decision to cancel the races tomorrow at Colonial Downs. And that is the latest right now as far as cancellations due to the excessive heat that's uh, happening over our beautiful country. All right. Now, a couple other things. We are uh, glad to see that uh, John Velasquez is not hurt badly. Hall of Fame jockey John Velasquez was injured. He injured his left wrist yesterday when he was thrown off a horse that he was riding in the third race at Saratoga. Uh, And that horse uh, was Love Thyself. Uh, Was thrown in early in the race. Velasquez came off, and uh, I guess he landed on his wrist. Uh, His agent, Ron Anderson, said uh, that they evaluated it at the Bone and Joint Center in uh, Saratoga, the Alfred uh, Bone and Joint Center there. And he said the x-rays revealed no fractures or serious injury to Velasquez's left wrist. So we'll wait and see how long he stays on the sideline, if any. We're glad to see uh, Jose Ortiz back in the saddle. He won uh, three races yesterday at Saratoga after his uh, few days off because of a spill. So that's all good news there. Happy to see that. Now, uh, I guess the uh, big news of the day is uh, the trainer of Maximum Security. Remember him? J- Jason Service? Um, he was sentenced to four years in prison yesterday as part of the government's sweeping crackdown on horse doping at racetracks across the country. This sentence was handed down in the United States District Court in New York. was the maximum that Service could have received, and he got it. He pleaded guilty, remember, in December to two crimes, a felony and a misdemeanor for violating uh, for violating misbranding laws re- regarding uh, the chemicals and compounds and drugs. 66 years old, going to spend two years in jail now. And you all remember with uh, all the controversy around uh, maximum security and the uh, Saudi cup, etc., of course, maximum security is uh, retired now, but uh, service got handed a big fat suspension, and now will spend time 
four years in prison, they say. Mm. Wow. And finally, some uh, <clears throat> ramifications uh, uh, on uh, Northern California and uh, the Stronach group deciding to tear down and end racing at Golden Gate. Senator Dianne Feinstein, of course, she's the ranking Democrat from California. You know, she's been there forever and a day. Said she lived most of her 90 years in the Bay Area. And she sent what they called a tersely worded letter to the Stronach group asking pointed questions about the schedule of closing this fall of Golden Gate. Quoting from this letter, she says, I write seeking clarification of your transaction plans, including disposition of the land and stadium, she wrote. She wants to know what the heck's going on. Now, this, this letter was obtained by the Los Angeles Times newspaper in California. <clears throat> uh, 235-word text. She also said, what is your rationale for closing Golden Gate? And why did you choose December 2023 as the closing date? Will you help employees of Golden Gate Fields find other work in the horse racing industry or elsewhere? And if so, which employees and how? Will you offer them positions at other racetracks you operate? And what are the plans for the land? How will the closure impact other, the other track you operate now, Santa Anita? She was, she was, oh boy, she was getting it, uh, she was getting it right to them. So wait, and we'll wait and see now the reaction and the answers to those questions from the Stronach group uh, to uh, Senator Feinstein. That ought to be interesting, that's for sure. All right, on today's show, we do have Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Angleby along with his Delmar selection, John Lindo as well, Jerry Jackowitz, uh, and... Uh, We'll uh, cover Saratoga and uh, Del Mar for you. We know Del Mar is fine over there. The weather is fine there at the beach. But uh, we will get the latest from Jonathan Ardoon on Saratoga. As far as yesterday at Saratoga, uh, the Honorable Miss was won in, uh, I say, resounding fashion by Echo Zulu. Florent Garo on the Steve Asmussen trainee, Echo Zulu. Won the Honorable Miss, as expected, paying $2.80 to win. Dr. B ran second and uh, got past Frank's Rocket, who finished third in the race. Of course, the lock em up exacta box was Echo Zulu to Frank's Rocket, so you know what happened there. Anyhow, she raced the um, uh, six furlongs in 108.76. Echo Zulu is back in a big way, winning the Honorable Miss yesterday. As I said, Jose Ortiz had three wins on yesterday's card. Joel Rosario went back-to-back second and third races for his two, and Luis Saez also checked in with a couple of wins yesterday at Saratoga. Pick six paid $3,371.50. And the uh, highest-priced winner on the day was a $21 winner in the uh, fifth race there at Saratoga. All right, you're all up to date. Time to get started. We got stuff to do. We got your racing menu to come yet. And of course, our handicappers as well. And uh, we'll keep an eye on uh, that uh, excessive heat warning going on. Here in Las Vegas, we are still under it, so you know the deal here, folks, right? 
Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Water, water, water. Kids and pets inside. Check on the elderly and those who have a hard time with the heat. We will be right back. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. California's best will get together this Saturday and Sunday night for a great weekend of quarter horse racing action at Los Alamitos. It's California Breeders' Champions Weekend. Big time racing awaits, headed by the Governor's Cup Futurity on Saturday, featuring impressive trial winners, market analyst, and wild thing. The Governor's Cup Derby on Sunday will be led by future version, required first and others. Top stars like Cattail Cove, London Toby, and La Beverly Hills should also be in action. And for players using DRF bets, check our special promotion happening this weekend on our racing action. Don't miss our popular early and late pick fours at Los Alamitos. The early pick four had a pool of over $200,000 last Sunday night. And as always, the pick six on Sunday night will have either a carryover or our popular $10,000 promo. Last Sunday night, the pick six had a total pool of over $80,000. It's another great weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos, headed by the California Breeders' Champions Weekend. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. Well, a quick look at everything here. I guess uh, uh, Javier Castellano still has time to make a decision. Of course, Archangelo, the uh, winner of the Belmont, and uh, Mage, the winner of the uh, Derby, both ridden by Castellano, haven't met each other yet in the showdown since their last meetings. And so, uh, he'll, uh, he's uh, still got time to figure out who he wants to ride in the Grade 1 Travers, uh, because they are both uh, heading in that direction. As a matter of fact, Archangelo breezed five furlongs in 101.27. 
before a nice impressive gallop out uh, the other day in the morning, preparing for the Travers. So the Travers uh, is going to be a showdown, at least between those two. And uh, I'm doubting if uh, Castellano uh, can ride both of them. <laughs> he needs to make a decision. All right. Here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. Simply put, because we're here in Vegas. Yeah, and we are in the Pacific time zone. These will be the first post times that roll out in our racebooks today. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, 107.1 FM. And, of course, KSHP 1400 AM. Uh, no problem. Uh, if you're listening on our many different other platforms around the world, well, we know a lot of you are in different time zones, so just adjust to it, to the Pacific time zone, so you don't miss anything in your respective area, okay? Like I miss mom and dad, okay? Then here's the menu for today. We begin with uh, Delaware Park. Delaware Park has eight races. Remember, these are the uh, tracks that are on the menu right now that have not canceled yet. We have no idea what they'll do after we get off the air, but right now, here's here's the way it shapes up. Delaware Park, eight races. First post time is at uh, 9.30. 9.30 this morning for Delaware Park's eight race card. Uh, Saratoga. All systems go up there yet? Uh, cloudy, 73 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes, I guess. It's, if it's 73 there, it's time to get going. Track fast, turf courses are firm. The Mellon Turf Course will uh, host races 1, 7, and 10. The Inner Turf Course races 2, 5, and 9. That's six of the 10 races today at Saratoga. And the feature, the Birdstone Stakes, will be on the main track. The $150,000 Birdstone Stakes will be the eighth race on the card at a mile and three quarters on the main track for four-year-olds and up. Well, this would be fun. Seven go to the post before scratches. Next is the four to five morning line favorite in the Birdstone today. Ten races, Saratoga. First post time is at 10-10. Colonial Downs, which is canceling tomorrow. We've already said that. But they didn't say anything about today, so we're assuming they're going to go today. They've got a pick-six carryover at Colonial Downs. This is a regular pick-six carryover of $2,927. And their first post time for nine races, that includes eight turf races and one dirt race, is at 10.30. 10.30 post at Colonial. Hawthorne Racecourse. Seven races today at Hawthorne. They've got a super high five jackpot carryover of $171,477. Yeah. Yep, that's right. First post time, 1230 at Hawthorne. And then the next up would have been Woodbine, but they have canceled. Woodbine canceled racing today because of the heat. We already told you that. We move on. And then next, we go to you know where? I'll tell you where. Where the turf meets the surf. Down in Old Take a plane. Take a train. Take a car. There's a smile on every face. And a winner in each race. Where the turf. 
Del Mar. First post time today is at 2 o'clock, 2 p.m., Del Mar. Remember, on uh, Fridays, at least early in the year at Del Mar each year, the post time is 4 o'clock. So remember that. It's for tomorrow, just tomorrow. But today, uh, 2 o'clock, eight races. Their feature race is the $175,000 Fleet Treat Stakes. Seven furlongs for three-year-old fillies and a field of seven before any scratches. You've got a big, fat, chalky, prohibitive favorite in that one. Ceiling Crusher. One to five on the morning line. With Juan Hernandez aboard in the Fleet Treat. Eight races today at Del Mar. And, of course, they've got that big pick six jackpot carryover. $195,122 first post time Del Mar 8 races 2 o'clock alright then we go to Penn National they've got 7 races Penn Nat does and their first post time at Penn National today is at 3pm 3pm at uh, Penn National Canterbury Park has 8 races 6 thoroughbreds the last 2 will be quarter horses that'll make up an 8 race card at Canterbury Park first post time is 3.05 Evangeline Downs has eight races. Their first post time is 3.30. And Charlestown wraps up the menu for today. Charlestown races. First post time for their eight race card is at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at Charlestown with a pick six jackpot carryover of $2,048. $2,048 in their carryover there. And uh, that's today's uh, Thursday racing menu. Right now. Let's hope uh, the weather doesn't cancel any more tracks that are already not canceled today. Now we go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood, but just north of you, there's heat. Yeah, well, it's in the 70s. It's a little muggy. It's, you know, it's not terrible. There's certainly been worse days, but uh, hopefully the rain stays away because they're calling for possible uh, showers during the day, but here it's always possible showers. Sure, I mean that's, that's just part of the weather there every day. They don't even—I don't think they even mention it. It's just a Saratoga today. Sunny, maybe yeah, rain. That's it. Sunny, maybe rain. That's it. Sunny, maybe rain. That's All right. Well, uh, talking about uh, Jose Ortiz coming back at Saratoga, we were talking about uh, yesterday the uh, the days that uh, Carmouche and Pratt got. And the days that I read don't get. But I guess if your last name is Ortiz, uh, and no matter who you are, you get uh, kind of a little bit more leniency. What's the deal? It's amazing. Yesterday in the last race, uh, there was a foul, and, and there was a foul, and uh, they just left it up. The horse came out in the middle of the stretch, you know, and uh, there was definitely contact. They took all the horses down at this meet. The problem is, Ralph, there's no consistency. There really isn't. The only thing consistent is if your name is Ortiz, you're going to stay. Other than that, you know, you're just not safe. And I'm curious to see if they're just if they're going to give him days, you know, without the DQ like they did to Carmouche and to Pratt. Yeah. Or they're, they're going to let it slide. You know, listen, there's nothing wrong with doing that, by the way, without DQing uh, horses and, and give the riders days if it's, you know, not a blatant foul or you know, I think that's a lot better. Makes a lot more sense than DQing horses where everybody, nobody's happy. You know, everybody takes a side and they fight about it. This way, if it's not a terrible foul, if it's not a blatant foul, you know, give the ride of the days, protect the betters, and protect the horses and owners. Yeah, that's the happy medium. You protect the players, and yeah. because they weren't riding the horses, and uh, but the riders have to uh, take days and think about being more careful. 
But uh, I guess so. The uh, the inconsistency is the only consistent thing about their adjudicating. Exactly. But similar to Southern California, they know better. Believe me, mm-hmm. we say it all the time, and we say it on this show. There should be a replay center where they have a set of stewards, and everybody abides by the same rules. Can have different rules for different jurisdictions. And, uh, you know, a foul in California should be the same thing as a foul in New York. Well, I, and it I, always isn't like that. And I will say this, that in order to do, really do it right, the, all the replays, all the camera angles and everything have to be in black and white. Because I don't want the, uh, you know, there are famous silks of owners out there. Okay. Right. And I don't want. They shouldn't have a walk. They shouldn't have any programs either. Right. Exactly. Black and white is even better. You're a hundred percent right. Black and white, no programs. Just take a look. If there's a if there's an infraction, call it. If there's not, move on. That's it. Okay. We got that settled. We'll settle a few. And no one's going to listen. By the way, no no one will listen to us. But we got it settled. Well, that's okay. But it makes us feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Echo Zulu, 108.76. That was a big win in the Honorable Mess, huh? Yeah, in a big whopping four-horse field. And the uh, <laughs> old house queue uh, didn't exactly come No, in. <laughs> uh, no it didn't. It got yeah. split again. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so in any case, what about uh, John Velasquez? Did you see that uh, mishap in the third? Yeah. Uh, the horse, it was a baby race, and yeah. uh, the horse went right into the temporary rail and dumped him. It, it was Looked a lot worse, I think, than it was. But yeah. obviously, if you're involved in it, it's scary as could be. You know, he was behind the field, so it's not like there was any chance of him getting stepped on. Thank God. But uh, yeah. he went right. He made a left turn, turn right into the portable rail. He continued into the infield, leaving Velasquez on the track. Oh well, maybe the horse want to take a swim next to the uh, canoe. I'm considering it becoming a jumper or taking yeah. a swim, correct. Anyhow, um, so much for yesterday at Saratoga. Now, I know coming up on Saturday, there's a couple of nice races there. Of course, the uh, Jim Dandy. And we, I, we do not have you on the show on Saturday and Sunday. We have your, um, you know, your selections, your, your texting. So uh, taking, I'm going to take a look at the Jim Dandy tomorrow. But also, uh, the Alfred Vanderbilt is a, a, a great race. It's a great one, six furlong race. And uh, Gunnett is in it. Synthesis. Awesome Aaron, Elite Power, Gunnight, Dean Delivers, and Little Vic. Uh, pretty pretty good field of sprinters there, huh? Yeah, and it's not a four-horse field, so that's even better. Mm-hmm. By the way, the cards, all of a sudden, are getting a lot better at Saratoga. They were really, they were terrible the first week and a half, to be honest with you. All short fields, yeah. people were complaining. But for some reason, Today, tomorrow, tomorrow's card's the best card of the meet so far. I will wow. tell you that in advance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll start filling up these stake races and make it like Saratoga's supposed to be. And no real reason for that uh, early in the meet? I don't know why. I mean, they had, I guess, races against each other, you know, out of town. I mean, you had the Churchill Shippers were coming in late. Uh-huh. I don't know the reason, but all of a sudden the field sizes are certainly starting to get better. I want to ask you this question because uh, I asked Jerry this a couple of years ago. When you're at Saratoga, because it's a uh, very close proximity to Finger Lakes, there's a lot of horses that ship in from Finger Lakes to go to Saratoga and run. Um, yeah, it's not that close. It's still four and a half hours uh, away, but they do. They do come down from Sar- from Finger Lakes and uh 
Finger Lakes only runs three days a week. So, you know, they have, I guess, uh, horses sitting around doing nothing. They ship down to Saratoga. Well, yeah, and one of those horses yesterday, of course, was uh, a horse called uh, Arrow's Girl that came down from Finger Lakes. But what are what are people to assess on handicapping Finger Lakes when they come down to Saratoga? Well, it's obviously not the same quality horses that run at uh, Saratoga that run in Finger Lakes. You know, it's Finger Lake. Let's be honest; it's just a B track compared to an A track. But but there are. Horses, their better horses can certainly compete with our cheap horses. Oh, okay, that's what that's what I was getting to. So if you see a horse coming over from Finger Lakes, uh, it's more likely than not that the connections think that the horse can handle uh, the class uh, in the race uh, at Saratoga. Then, right? Yeah, I mean, you do see uh, you know shippers win from Finger Lakes. They used to do it a lot more than they're doing it nowadays, uh-huh, uh-huh. but uh, for the most part, again. Their better horses can compete with our cheaper horses. All right, time to get to work. Uh, today's uh, racing at Saratoga, as all systems go, the weather's fine there. And, of course, uh, Del Mar, all systems go, the weather's fine there as well. So we'll, uh, you have full sheets of handicapping for both Saratoga and Del Mar today, and we'll take some picks. Let's go to the ninth race at Saratoga. And this is a mile and three-eighths on the inner turf, and I like the number seven horse in here, Dripping Gold. This is a four-year-old gelding from the Shug McGahee barn. He's run well at Saratoga in the past. I like the rider switch today to Gaffleon. Gaffleon was aboard this horse the last time he won. He should get a great setup in here. Number seven, Dripping Gold, wins today's ninth race out at Saratoga. It looks like it's going to be a fun day of racing at Saratoga because you got races at five and a half furlong on turf. You got at five and a half furlong. Uh, you got a mile and three quarter Birdstone. This race that you picked, the inner, uh, the ninth race on the inner turf course, is a mile and three eighths. So there's a lot of fun races all across the card today. And of course, uh, the sixth race will feature the two year old maidens at six furlongs. So it might be a star in there as well. But in the ninth race, you like number seven, Dripping Gold. The seven in the ninth race at Saratoga is your selection in upstate New York. What about the beach? Uh, eighth and final today at Del Mar. The number 10 horse in here, Strange Addiction. This is a three-year-old filly from the David Hoffman's barn. She ran very well first time out on the grass. Then she sprinted on the dirt in career start number two. Mm-hmm. Now he sends her long, stretches her out to a mile, back on the grass. Ramon Vasquez aboard to ride. She's making a forward move. She's going to be tough. She has to overcome that 10 post, but she's going to do it. 5-2 on the morning line, number 10. Strange addiction sends you home a winner from today's eighth and final. Out of All Del right, Mar. let's do that. That's for sure. Eighth race at Del Mar, number 10, Strange Addiction. The 10 in the eighth race is uh, Jonathan's pick at Del Mar. And, of course, full sheets for Del Mar and Saratoga right there at his website. That's for sure. And, uh, we of course, we'll talk to you tomorrow and get your thoughts about the uh, Jim Dandy. All right, Ralph. Stay safe and do well. Thank you so much. All right, you got him on man. Next up, uh, we got Rich Ang, uh, John Lindo, and Jerry J. You have to go, so don't go away. California's best will get together this Saturday and Sunday night for a great weekend of quarter horse racing action at Los Alamitos. It's California Breeders' Champions Weekend. Big time racing awaits, headed by the Governor's Cup Futurity on Saturday, featuring impressive trial winners, market analyst, and wild thing. 
The Governor's Cup Derby on Sunday will be led by Future Version, Required First and others. Top stars like Cattail Cove, London Toby, and Lot Beverly Hills should also be in action. And for players using DRF bets, check our special promotion happening this weekend on our racing action. Don't miss our popular early and late pick fours at Los Alamitos. The early pick four had a pool of over $200,000 last Sunday night. And as always, the pick six on Sunday night will have either a carryover or our popular $10,000 promo. Last Sunday night, the pick six had a total pool of over $80,000. It's another great weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos, headed by the California Breeders' Champions Weekend. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on Race Day Las Vegas, time to go out and uh, get Rich Ang. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, it's, uh, you know, the, the heat is kind of subsiding here, but it's uh, starting to make its way towards the East Coast, and there's a whole lot of racetracks out there that uh, may cancel because of the excessive heat over the weekend. We will keep a check on that. But right now, all systems are going Southern California, Del Mar, where the turf does meet the surf, and... Uh, it's uh, it's been great racing so far the uh, first week of Del Mar, right? Yeah, it's been really good. And uh, you know, one thing to keep an eye on, folks, if anybody heads out there, is uh, they like to call Del Mar uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas South because yeah. so many Las Vegas residents, uh, a lot of our folks, go over to Del Mar for the racing. It's great, and also the weather. It's on the ocean, so it's a lot cooler than 113 like you were saying is going to be here yeah you will uh you will run into a lot of people at del mar if you go down that you all often run into in the race books here in las vegas because uh they take a, a small little uh maybe uh vacation and extend a weekend now and then there for del mar that's for sure anything you notice there at del mar in, in handicapping wise that uh is different than uh, normal principles well, you know, I, I think it's been pretty fair racing. Um, you know, I mean, when I'm handicapping, whether it's the main track or the turf course, uh, I'm not in particular looking for, you know, speed or closers or stuff like that. The one thing that I will look for today, for example, is the turf rail is out 24 feet. So I'm looking for horses that have either a speed or a tactical speed because it's kind of hard to come from uh, far back with the rail that far out. But uh, I think the racing has been pretty fair, Ralph. I got to tell you, when it comes to the turf races at Del Mar, I kind of take a second look at the riders because the jocks at Del Mar are so important to get a trip out of a horse. And some of them just know 
how to maneuver on it. Like uh, Barrios is good and, and Brispoli is good. Uh, Rispoli, I should say, is good. Uh, and I kind of sometimes give a um, second look at uh, if I'm, you know, deciding between one horse or another who the jockey is. And of course, uh, Juan Hernandez. He 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 knows uh, he's he gets good trips main track or turf. Yeah, and one of the biggest angles, of course, on turf is uh, take a look at who trainer Phil Damato has. In the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and sometimes he has more than one. And uh, as I learned on opening day, if he has more than one, you better use at least uh, both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah the uh, uncoupled hidden entry, so to speak. There. Well, uh, we're going into week number two at Del Mar, and of course, you have your Del Mar handicap available right now for all eight races today at the RacedayLasVegas dot com website. Uh, what are we doing? Let's go to race number five. It's a bottom of the barrel maiden claiming twenty, but. Uh, Let's root for a, a smaller trainer uh, against some of the big boys to try to win a race. And I'm talking about number 11, you are pressed. Alfredo Marquez has seen better days, but he's still an excellent trainer. Just doesn't have much stock to work with, but he's got a live one here and he gets uh, Umberto Rispoli to ride. Should show a lot of speed from the gate. 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number 11. You are pressed in the fifth. All right, fifth race, which is, of course, uh, the anchor, the last race in the early pick five and early pick four, and uh, at six furlongs, uh, out in post number 11, you are pressed. Umberto, uh, Umberto Rispoli aboard. Uh, the 11 in the fifth race is uh, Rich Ang's play for the race day listeners, fifth race, the 11, and don't forget, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Richie's got his entire sheet available right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. All right, Rich. Well, we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thank you, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right. We'll wrap it up with John and Jerry. Not the ice cream guys. Our handicap guys. John and Jerry. Coming up next. And exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The 
Race Day Las Vegas show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas, time to go out to Southern California where the weather is perfect. John Lindo, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? We're so jealous. Right. <laughs> Every once in a while, it pays to be out here in Carlsbad. Wow, I'm telling you, it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood, that's for sure. We're a week into Del Mar already, and the first week of Del Mar, uh, the Linda Report is doing real good. 32 races on the Linda Report, 12 top pick winners. That's computing the 37.5%. And the total uh, mutual return, $145.60. That's a flat bet return on investment of $2.28 per $1. So congratulations. Yeah, that was a good week, and uh, I don't know if we can keep those numbers going, but we'll, we'll try and stay positive throughout the meet. All right, uh, ship and win. Another 10 uh, today, huh? 10 more today, and I was just working on the Saturday card that was drawn yesterday. It looks like 27 ship and win horses Ooh. running on Saturday. Nice move, 27. That. That's a, that's a good three nine-horse fields alone. You can have three races alone with those guys. Yeah, that's why there's 115 horses in the 11 races, plus 13 also eligibles and three horses excluded. Uh, it really is fun wagering down here, Ralph. It's great to see the full fields. We can look for value. What about the jocks? How are they doing? What's the early returns on them? Humberto Rispoli hit the ground running. He's got five winners. Uh, he's the leading jockey. Juan Hernandez and Hector Barrios, their second with four. And uh, Joe Bravo, he's in fourth. He's got three winners. So just getting started, but a good week for Umberto Rispoli. Well, uh, have there been enough turf races at Del Mar so far to make uh, D'Amato the leading trainer? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but he's coming. He won three races on Saturday, as did, I mean Sunday, as did Bob Baffert. But right now, Doug O'Neill is your leading trainer. He won five races. He should have had six. He was... Yeah. Part of that bad DQ the other day. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Phil D'Amato, Bob Baffert each have four. So the, pretty much the usual sp- suspects there on the, on the leaderboard for the trainers. Unusual, however, is the uh, percentage of winning favorites. Well, you get bigger fields. Yeah. The percentage of favorites goes down 28% to start the meet. There you go. That's what I want to hear. Good stuff there. All right, John, your Linda report, of course, is available each and every Southern California day at the South Point Racebook. It covers all the races with selections. It also suggests a late pick for each day on the sheet, and it, and it uh, gives you all the goody information that we just talked about. Uh, the Lindo Report, one comprehensive sheet at the South Point Racebook, free of charge, exclusively there, only there, every Southern California Racing Day and other racing days as well. But the Lindo Report is there exclusively, free of charge, because the folks down there at South Point, they love horse players. All right, uh, John. Well, we got a first post time tomorrow. What? We're 2 o'clock today as usual. We start the Twilight Fridays tomorrow. So Friday's eight race card will start at 4 o'clock. And it won't change. It won't cut back until 3.30 on Fridays until the last couple of Fridays of the meet, right? Right. When the days start getting a little bit shorter, they'll move it up a little bit earlier, probably the last two or three weeks of the meet. All right, uh, John. Let's uh, get to work and get a pick. Race 5 today, Delmar. I'm going to take on Richie. I like number 9, Bendetti Joe. First time out, made a good mid-race move, and then uh, stopped. That was at Churchill Downs against much tougher last June. That race produced three next-out winners. Drops him for a claiming tag today, good local workouts, and a 10-to-1 on the morning line. There's value here. So number nine, Bendetti Joe, race number five, Del Mar. 
All right, fifth race at Del Mar, the nine, Ben Deddy Joe, 10 to 1 on the morning line, Giovanni Franco aboard, the nine in the fifth race. Again, it's the anchor in the early pick four and early pick five. It also starts out the late pick four, second race in the late pick five, and of course, in the it's just a pivotal race, that fifth race today at Del Mar, and you like the nine horse in that. You guys have given me a Sirocco play today, you and Richie. Uh, in the fifth race, the Sirocco play would be the box of the 9-11-11-9. But you like the nine horse in the fifth. And don't forget, folks, get the rest right now at the South Point Racebook. All right, John, we will let you get back to that uh, fantastic weather. Come on out and join us this, this summer sometime, Ralph. We're looking for you. All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, good luck today. All right, let's see if this is Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, you there? I am, I am. How about that? Got me. Yeah, we got you clicked in right. All right. Well, um, Saratoga has been interesting so far. And uh, Jonathan Hardoon said, uh, and I want to get your thought about it. He said the early part of Saratoga was kind of anemic fields, but they're getting better now. And he thinks that tomorrow's uh, card is probably the best at Saratoga so far. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have called them anemic, but um, they weren't uh, exciting. There, there really weren't exciting handicapping problems to solve, Oh, you know, in the, it, it was it was just wasn't a great for whatever reason the handicapping wasn't great great but it, you know it will get great and I'm sure tomorrow will be fantastic. So. All righty, and of course uh, we got the uh, Jim Dandy coming up this weekend, but it doesn't seem to be a, a big field in that race, that's for sure. But it's a quality field, right? You know, Ralph. Sometimes you can have a four or five horse field that has really good handicapping yeah. problems, really interesting. It's not always the uh, the number of horses in the race. It's the, the, you know, the form cycles you're trying to understand and uh, that that create value. And uh, that's, so it's, it's not, it's not one thing or the other all the time. And uh, it, and smaller fields tend to be a more of a chess game among the jockeys as well, right? Well, yeah, you get a little bit of that. That's part of it. And, uh, but an overlay in a small field is is much much more useful to you than over you know modest overlays in big fields. You're going to cash those overlays in small fields much more frequently, and the percentages will end up uh, you know building your bankroll. So, um, but you know, I kind of agree with Jonathan. I think uh, you know there was a lot of races where I thought that you know you really were sort of depending on. Um, just sort of like, oh, this trainer probably has the right horse, and if they failed or they succeeded, you really weren't going on the deeper handicapping ideas that I know that I like so much, and I imagine Jonathan does too. So. Well, let's see if we can start getting into those deep handicapping uh, yeah. now that we're uh, now that we're. I think all... we have a couple today, to be honest. With well, you. let's do it, pal. Go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go to the th- uh, the third race at. Um, at Saratoga, and it's a good example. This is a field of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven horses. That's all. Uh-huh. But I love the uh, form on number three, Brisky Frolic from Linda Rice. I mean, this filly went on to the turf. She's really a dirt horse. They tried her on the on the turf uh-huh. a number of times. One or two times was sort of okay, not great. But her last race on the turf, going a mile on the sixteen, she showed really blazing speed on a good turf course. That really should leg her up. And now it goes back to the main track. First time over Saratoga for Linda. She knows how to get horses to run up at Saratoga. Right. I like the horse a lot. Three to one in a small field seems 
Excellent to me. So I'll take the three over the 157. Small reverses to break even. A good win bet won't hurt you here or, you know, anchor in a pick three or pick four or pick five. I love the three and the third. All right. And, uh, you know, if you're in doubt in any race, just bet an Ortiz and Jose is on this one. So in the, th- uh, in the third race, you like the three over 157 and reverse. $2 ROI on the three. What about Del Mar? Yeah, really, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And you got the Ortiz play, too. Yeah. Let's go to the first. I think we can get going right away. Number uh, number eight in the first race. We're, again, we're being po- we're posting. A, we're looking for post positions away from the rail. That's right now key as far as I'm okay. concerned. I like the eight an awful lot for uh, Diodoro. Um, this is second off the left. Shipping in came in from uh, a Lone Star. Um, got a little speed tightener on the turf, goes to the dirt. Oh, same angle. I'll take the eight in race number one. It's sort of a win place price. Okay. I'll take the eight over the three, four, seven, nine, do reverses three, four, seven, nine over the eight. But the eight, that's my win place bet in race number one at Del Mar. All right. First race, we're going to start off the early pick five with a singleton. First race post time, two o'clock today at Del Mar. And uh, Jerry likes the eight. City legend, the eight over three, four, seven, nine, and reverse. And that's how we'll end up the show. Don't forget Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Del Mar, Saratoga. Available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. Say it, Jerry. Hey!